where we bring you the best in hold on I'm just checking the stream okay <laughs> sorry I, I should have had an intro or something played a clip before I got started but uh um, yeah, welcome to another news edition of a news in his room. Okay, I'm not, why is there a lag on the video? Um, look, I try to be professional, but, uh, I don't know what's going on with my video. Maybe it's my connection. Change just a little setting here. See if that... Nope, it's worse. <laughs> Alrighty. Alrighty. Well, I hope this... Uh... I mean, I don't really need to see myself on screen. Worst case scenario. But uh, anyway. Yeah, another guy in his room. Uh, this is a guy in his room. Where you go to for your weekly news. That's the only reason you go here. Weekly news. Um, this weekend news. Uh, interesting thing I just saw before starting the podcast here. Interesting news. As you can see here, I thought this was pretty interesting. I don't know if you guys agree. Apparently, there's a diaper spa. In New Hampshire, guys. Not quite the... I don't know what music would go with this story. <laughs> um, second thought, this is called. Well, it's kind of mysterious. This is like an investigation song. What is a diaper spa? Well... Glad you asked, because we're here going to investigate here in a guy in his newsroom. Presented by Wondery. <laughs> presented by um, iHeartRadio. And presented by you, loyal listeners. Thank you for your public donations. I'm going to do, I just did a pledge drive um, over the holidays, as NPR does. Thank you for donating all your money and not leaving any to your family that is in desperate need of food and, you know, to live and stuff like that. I'm glad you, you chose a guy in his room, a guy who doesn't even have a family and is just kind of a loser and a single guy. Over your own family. Thank you guys for sending all that money over. And, uh, I mean, I, I did blow it all on, like, fucking coke and, like, drugs and stuff. So, I'm a party hound. No, just kidding. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, th thank you for listening to A Guy in His Room Investigates. Um, this week, what is a diaper spa? Well, we're here to find out, people. Um, apparently, now I just saw Libs of TikTok, if you know that account, that is called a far-right extremist. Well, sometimes she posts stuff that Sometimes she posts stuff that might be exaggerated, I'll admit, you know, as conservative people tend to do. It's kind of exaggerated sometimes with the culture, but the culture is crazy. And, uh, it's, it's like I saw this and I was like, yeah, I'm actually not surprised. Although, um... Okay, so there, I did see, I looked it up just to make sure it's real. I know it sounds a little, because my friend didn't believe me, and he said, no way. Well, guess what? Here it is, right in front of your eyes, a diaper spot in New Hampshire. Two different news sites. I'm sure there's more. Um, maybe this will become the news story of the week. Maybe this will go viral. Well, I guess it kind of does. Anything she posts kind of takes off. Um, so I thought this was funny. I basically thought this was funny to make fun of. Um, okay, let me turn that back on because that was kind of a funny song to have. 
Go. A debate over a new spa is brewing in southern New Hampshire, where some residents in Atkinson are taking a stand against the diaper spa. A nursery. <laughs> it sounds like... Uh, I was like just recently listening to a podcast um, where they talk this way and have the same kind of music. Now, this is royalty-free music. They probably use the same... Well, maybe no. Maybe they do get somebody to make the music. I don't know. It was called Over My Dead Body. It's some podcast. Amazon gets ad-free. And, uh, yeah, they. this is basically how they talk. Um, the Diaper Spa, nursery-like business for adults who role-play as children and, yes, wear diapers. According to its website, the Diaper Spa <laughs> is open to all, quote, all diaper-wearing individuals who seek acceptance, respite, and care. Because there's so many of them. Now, I hope there's not that many. I hope that joke is funny because that you would think it's a minority of people doing this. Photos on the spa's page. No, they don't have reverb on these episodes. Show a space decorated with the soft comforts of a nursery. Comforted with toys, folded diapers, and an adult-sized crib. Dr. Colleen Ann Murphy, the spa's Elna. Well, I can't do a Boston accent. So I know this is a, says Boston.com, but I can't. Officer range of services that <laughs> include virtual play dates at two hundred dollars an hour. No, I can't. I can't do one. As well as a fifteen hundred dollar all day diaper B and B experience that promises rejuvenating pampering. Quote for the little one inside of you. Oh, what the fuck! But for now, Murphy said, the vast majority of uh, diaper spas misses involves telehealth services and life coaching. Oh my god. I'm a life coach for adult diaper wearers. I'm a life coach for like diaper wearing community. Thank you. Um, so like telehealth is like dumb. I had to include it in like free with my insurance. Um, and who knows? Like, I've never. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, if you're struggling, just call a. A hotline like what do they even say to you like it's kind of like the suicide hotline like i imagine you know one one time i did call some kind of hotline once when i had like tons of anxiety about um life i guess just super stressed out i did one night just call one well i don't know if it was suicide or just it might have been a telehealth thing this was years ago and honestly, it was just because it was this period I was stressed about my student loans. <laughs> um, and it wasn't really, it was just like they listened to you. I mean, a lot of people make fun of therapy now. Like, it's always this back and forth in the culture. Like, the, the conservatives are like, therapy is bullshit completely. Like, therapy is bull. And I'm like, I'm just so sick of this black and white. Like, it's one way or it's completely not true. It's either completely true or it's complete. If there's one bad therapist, that means it's shit. It's like, no, like, that, like, I don't understand, like, you know, because I'm, sometimes I listen to conspiracy-related people and podcasts, and sometimes, like, I don't know, I'm basically a contrarian. Like, just anything the culture talks about that's mainstream, I'm like, all right, I'm going to look at something else. And they will go into, like, therapies, like, oh, they designed it for whatever. I'm like, it's still good. I mean, it's still, yeah, there's there's probably more bad therapists than there are good ones. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, I mean, just kind of know, like, right, right at this point, I, I would know, like, right away, kind of, if somebody seems fake. Like, I, you know, just use your best judgment. You don't have to stick with somebody, you know. But it's mainly, I think, for people that don't think they have somebody to talk to about stuff. Like, if the, everybody else is too biased. Because that really is the case. Like, I don't know. Anyway, not to go into all that, but. Um, so this is just like, this kind of like, oh. So I did hear about a um furry convention a couple of years back that also had these diaper-loving people. And it was just something I laughed at because I thought it was funny. And, like, you know, you would still think, well, that's, like, they're, like, an extreme group, but it's also, like, such a small group. So this is a bit surprising 
to hear like it's it's a bit it's a bit more than worrying. It's actually very strange. It's very weird. And I also read that it was right near a children's park. Now I'm not saying the business owner probably didn't do that on purpose. I'm just gonna guess because you can't always pick the best location like um for a diaper lover area. Like I tried to set up many many diaper clinics and I mean hey you know. This to me is basically an extension, an extension of safe spaces in colleges. You know when they had those, like, um, you know, like, oh, we have this little safe space where there's like play doh and coloring books and like, just somewhere where you can go and just be there and just like, and it's just like, ugh, what are we doing as a it was already annoying to me in college, even though I was older than most, like, when I went away to college, I was 22, so I was still older than most of the people there, but it was still, like, an infantilization of people. Everybody went home every weekend, like, they, it was weird to me because, I mean, okay, I'll be fair and say that, yeah, probably their parents helped them pay for college, but... Uh, the reason, one reason I went out of, like, I left to go to college it didn't mean I wanted to go home every weekend back to my parents like that didn't make much sense to me I get it first maybe because you know you just were in high school I guess but you know I guess it was it was pretty like worrying to me back then and then and then safe spaces came out after that now this kind of makes sense to me that di- people wearing diapers and thinking they're little kids now it's probably all perverts that are basically pedos and completely perverted and deviant but also it kind of goes in with that kind of mentality a little bit and i I just can't believe (laughs) this is going to be a business how how much business is she going to make i mean that's crazy i mean it's a little it's a little surprising it's a woman and not some old guy like pervert Um. Okay, so what did I see here? Uh, oh, this is fucking weird as fuck. Maybe this is... I did... Uh, the thing is, they linked to the website, and I went to the website. So I'm not just knee-jerk talking about a tweet. There's really a website. There's really articles about it. Um, But here's some of the quotes here. He says... Uh, hold on. Dr. Colleen Ann Murphy, the spa's owner, uh, where did where was I? Offers a range of services that include virtual playdates at two hundred dollars an hour, as well as oh, I already read this, didn't I? Um. Okay, so she is a board-certified integrative medicine physician and sexologist, whatever that means. Uh, So she just moved there in 2022 and made that spa working in and out of high-stress hospital settings led to burnout and fatigue. And Murphy eventually began focusing on sex and relationship coaching with an emphasis on overlooked populations including ABDL or adult baby diaper lovers. And this is a quote from her. This led me to find a community of people who had very needs to wear diapers, whether they were physical or emotional, such as vets wounded in combat with incontinence. What? If you're a vet, you wear a diaper? People with progressive and congenital muscular, uh, whatever, conditions and victims of trauma and abuse. The void of care was there, and I sought a meaningful way to fill it, okay? <laughs> now, I'm hearing that teacher from Beavis and Butthead in my head, because I, I was watching new Beavis and Butthead recently. Adult baby diaper lovers are people who, quote, who act a voluntary regression to a previous age and or wear a diaper for psychological reasons. Including to a 2020 article in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health. 
The authors speculated that several physiological and psychological factors could cause ABDL fantasies, including continence issues, in other words, I guess constipation or going to or having diarrhea, childhood abuse, of course, and the premature loss of a parent. ABDL behaviors could have different functions, including sexual gratifications, no shit, or strategies to cope with negative mood states. Okay, so the the thing about, yeah, sexual abuse, of course. That's why you'd be... I mean, everybody that goes to this thing probably was molested. I mean, if not, it's almost more weird. You know, like, what would make you be into this? It's not, this is, this is deviant behavior. Like, I know you're not, like, no judgment. This is a judgment-free zone, guys. This is a judgment-free judgment-free zone. Zone. Judgment zone. Is everything supposed to be that? No. You can't say it's a deviant thing to do. You know, maybe figure out your trauma, because obviously you have trauma. No shit that they have trauma. But we don't, why are we doing this now? Oh, you have trauma and you were abused? Act out those fantasies. Out those fantasies. Out those yeah, fantasies. indulge yeah, all those. Indulge yeah, all those. Dark behavior. Dark, dark behavior. Nothing's bad. Nothing's bad. Nothing's deviant. Nothing's deviant. It's healthy to do it's this. Healthy to do it's this. Healthy to do this. Piss in your diaper and walk around with it because you like it. Because you like it. Hard. It's hard. Get you hard thinking about. Hard thinking about. Hard thinking about. Um. Her business focuses on a specific subgroup who sees this lifestyle as a physical or emotional necessity rather than just entertainment. Okay. 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 Drawing comparisons between unhealthy coping uh, mechanisms, such as smoking alcohol and self-harm, she said, For these individuals, being a part of this community brings comfort and solace. Providing a haven from the stresses, traumas, and triggers they have faced in their history or that they face daily. And while sexuality plays a role in some um, in some ABDL cases, research published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine 2017 concluded that adult baby role-playing in particular, quote, is more likely to be an interpersonal non-sexual behavior helping some individuals decrease attachment, anxiety, and negative mood states. Ugh. Oh, interesting. She says, she, uh, Murphy was emphatic that none of her services have a sexual component. The most common misconception I hear about ABDL, that is, adult baby diaper lovers, is that the community is composed of pedophiles, perverts, and sex offenders. This is blatantly not true! No! 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 Still, the Diaper Spa's debut has stoked fear and concern among residents of Atkinson, a town about, of about 7,000 people near the Massachusetts border. Speaking to the Eagle Tribune's first reporter on the controversy, uh, uh, first, okay, so this was Kayla Gallagher expressed concern about the spa's proximity to a local park and possible run ins with families. That is something that I will never be willing to expose my kids to, so now we will na no longer be able to use that park. The mother of three told the newspaper. So, this is another, this is an, yet another example as the podcast Disaffected talks about. Shout out to my boy. <laughs> Shout out to my boy. What was I saying? This is another thing where the crazy deviant psychos, you know, narcissists of the population who are the this crazy minority, they are now going to take over that park. Now no one normal, no mother that has three kids like I just read the quote from is going to go to that park now. Why? Because they're, oh, that's the deviant diaper, diaper freak. Uh treatment place how big is it i don't know how close is it to the park it sounds like it's pretty close but i guess there's a change.org petition which calls on town leaders to reject any licenses and applications for the spa um 
so again, like I said, you know, all the normal people with kids, they're going to avoid this. They're just not going to go to that park. The park's going to go become a shithole because families won't go there anymore because of this. So they win. Everybody talking about leave. This, that's my problem with people like uh, Tim Pool and people that keep saying, leave cities. Look, I get it. I'm basically trying to leave or at least go to North Jersey or whatever. Um, but I don't think moving completely out to the rural country is really an answer to this. Like, really what the answer would be like, it's a, to me it's just a, a, a huge shame because, yeah, the cities are, are going down. Um, I'm trying to sort of make my way out, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, just not be right in there. Uh, but I still will be going in the city. I mean, probably. But, you know, everybody's attitude, the, the problem is everybody's attitude is, all right, I'm going to leave then. I'm going to just leave. Oh, don't, don't go to the, that's the diaper park. It'll just be called, it'll be, the park itself will be known for that little weird therapy clinic thing. And, you know, it would be really the same thing if it was like a fentanyl clinic or something. <laughs> but it's just a shame that, like, people, like, just abandon everything. Because, um, and then if somebody does try to, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? It's just a shame, I guess. But that's how it goes all the time. That's how all these things go. Well, we're leaving. All right. There goes that whole area then. We're just going to give up. We're giving up. It's the diaper area. I mean, I hope maybe the petition helps or something, but um, uh, so yeah, there's a petition. Boston.com reached out for the town administrator for comment. Uh, okay, the owner said all clients are respectfully dressed in public. And besides this media attention, there's no reason that anyone would have thought they were any different than other neighbor or visitor from the outside. There are standard safeguards uh, for most businesses and any business, whatever, whatever. People tend to fear anything that they fail to comprehend, she added. However, I know that the people in this community are reasonable and intelligent, and I'm optimistic that, with time, their concerns will dissipate. If we will all resume enjoying this beautiful life we're all blessed to have here. Yeah, okay, it's not going to go that way. People just aren't going to go to that area, and that's going to be the diaper park. So anyway, here's the website, guys. If you wanted to see the website, here it is. Um, it's not even open yet. So it's kind of crazy they already have a website and all this stuff. Let me just go to, uh, oh, they already have services. You can book stuff on here. Look at this. <laughs> what if I tried to, well, I'm not going to pay for any of this. Oh, there's a free discovery call. I could actually do that. Somebody could just do that. Discovery call. I clicked book, guys. Um, no dates and times coming up. So, yeah, I guess because it's not open yet. Nothing's coming up. But, uh, okay, so um, let me go to the homepage. The Diaper Spa. We're oh so very happy that you found us, says the website. Please enjoy these soft soundtracks for happy transport. Um, let me find these. I'm going to share this music with you guys real quick. Whoops. Just think about this when you're wearing your diaper and you're going pee and poo. It's too loud. I wish I could turn it down, but just think about that nice acoustic rock lullabies where you're just pissing and pooping in your diaper and walking around with a hard-on near a park. 
services. All right, here, here's hold. Here's a uh, fact. Frequently asked questions. Relax and rejuvenate at their diaper spa, diaper salon, age play spa, and diaper B and B. Um. So she is an actual MD, apparently. It says she's neurodivergent. Diligent approach the design of the diaper spa to stimulate all of the senses. Ugh. This is ridiculous. Who is welcome at the diaper spa? We embrace 21 plus year old individuals from all races, genders, sexual persuasions, and preferences. We celebrate the genuine you. We are LGBTQIA plus plus. Why is there two pluses? <laughs> Friendly and affirming. We are trauma informed. Well, at least they, at least it's 21 and over, I guess. But of course, just like every visit, I'm not gonna read this whole thing. But oh my god, imagine a safe and judgment-free. Hold on, I have to read this correctly. Imagine a safe and judgment-free session where you can openly express yourself and partake of your favorite activities, meals, snacks, and nurturing. Activities range from play time, story time, nap time, cuddle time, changing time, coloring, nursery rhymes, and sing-alongs. More luxurious services include hypno-regression, of course, yoga, massage, makeovers, and even piggy paint. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Piggy paint. We send this, um, this is so fucked up. Uh, our nursery smells like baby powder and warm cookies. We have soft blankies and stuffies. S-T-U-F-F-I-E-S. A sound machine that makes womb noises nature sounds and or plays lullabies in a lovely warm glowing nightlight we have a bluetooth speaker a wet uh wipe warmer a bottle warmer and an oil warmer uh, uh, uh. they have this all set up before it's even open Uh, this is just funny to do, like, I mean, what are you even talking about on a telehealth call or, like, a therapy call? Um, services. I'm going back to services here, guys. Discovery call is free, 30 minutes. Adult baby diaper lover nursery spa care, $300 for one hour. A spa-like nursery experience is for the little one inside of you. Yeah, it says that. Providing a warm, safe, and nurturing environment while you indulge in relaxation and self-care. Minimum session is two hours, so you have to pay $600 then. Uh, these must be some rich, uh, perverted weirdos coming here. Virtual playtime slash Zoom with Doc. Um, is this like, I mean, okay, so this is like skirting the line to me. This is like, Okay, she says she's a real medical doctor. Um, but, like, what is that? It sounds very, like, sec that sounds like it's a phone sex almost to me. Virtual play date. Like, that sounds like it's a fetish thing to me. I could be wrong, I guess. I mean, but what the fuck is that? Because if you're doing age play... How are you not a pervert? How are, like, you know what? I got to look up real people that, <laughs> sorry guys, but um, uh, I'm just going to look up, like, I don't know, age play or just, I don't know what's going to come up. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Um, okay, okay, so, oh, God, here's one, here's a video called, Age Play is Okay, Actually. 
Now let me see this real quick. Now I've got baby written on me. Yeah. Why do you trust this baby? Because I'm just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you not dressed as a baby? I, I'm, it turns out, not a baby. You're an adult. Yeah, I am an adult. I know you're 18. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but not in the brain today. Oh God! Oh. I'm just as a baby because today. Okay, so this comment here says, "Uh, thank you for the video depicting littles." <clears throat> as what we really are. So many shockumentaries out there spreading poor and false information, poor and false information about us. When there's so much to it, people. Don't realize um, is so awesome and how beneficial it can be. I can't watch this. I'm just going to watch someone else talk about it, I guess. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I should have even looked this up because now what if I get start getting suggested all this stuff now? How to age play properly. What is age play? Maybe this isn't as disgusting. I'm just going to watch this. Sex positive psychotherapist. Hey guys, Shannon, sex and relationship therapist. And I'm probably gonna get a notice because I'm playing other people's videos again. I always get like it'll it'll say like it's okay to use this on YouTube, but just so you know, you gotta know like you know it just says it's copyrighted Today or something. I am here to talk to you about age play. So hell yeah, something that you maybe have heard. I'm of, a little boy, um, but don't know a ton about, or you're just kind of. Curious to hear a new Just like curious. Um, so age play is a type of kinky play. Hell yeah. Oh my god, I'm a little baby. And the scene is going to be playing with age. I just play with age, like whatever. This is one of those things. <laughs> this is one of those things, like, I'm glad I'm not into it, you know? Because, yeah, like, say you're into this and it's somehow not. I don't. I don't know how it's. It's. Oh, I just don't get how is this health. How is this? All right. Somebody say how is that healthy? Um. Ew. Gross. Somebody commented. People think this is actually okay. He goes. If it's between consenting adults, yes. I mean. Ew. Okay. Look at this comment. This tells you all you need to hear. I've been an adult baby diaper lover since the 70s. What's forced into it by for foster parents? All right, so see, that's not healthy, you know, obviously, but. Oh, boy. No, this doesn't need more awareness. That comment just says this needs more. This is, you know what? The, the term littles is like. That's worse almost to me than just the concept of this, like the fact that they would say that. How is this not? How does this not like there's there? I think they're probably trying to argue that this. Oh, this is just with adults. They know they're adults. But how isn't it per, like pedo related, you know? By typically reducing their age to a child. So you might hear the term little. And that's oh, I'm going to take it off screen. A part of about, like, Maybe if I play younger. the audio, it won't give me the uh, copyright um, thing. And then the other term you might hear is middles. Uh, and that's going to be anyone who's playing a part of someone who's nine or older, approximately. So, yeah, the other people. This is one of those things where it's like mental gymnastics to make it okay to me. Like, if you're actually a, a whatever she is, a sex therapist or whatever. I mean, how do you spin this, like, mental gymnastics to, like, oh, no, they know they're adults. They, you know, there's nothing. It's like, okay, scene, I mean. Uh, whether it's one person or more uh, will generally be adults. You can also have, you know, a couple yes. of people or littles get together with adult partners. Um, and to be clear, everyone in this is an adult. The, the littles are just, again, yeah, playing don't judge. Um, of a little. And I just so like I being a baby. That, the full disclaimer here that, um, Age play is not, yeah, like it's related to, uh, you know, people who are attracted to minors or you know, looking at 
child porn or pedophilia. Right. This is really okay. About, um, exactly. Yes. Allowing themselves. Not even related at that, all to um, that. A part of themselves that maybe feels like a child or feels like a tween. Um, this is. Everything about this is trauma. It's all dark shit that happened to them. It's allowing their partners to. I shouldn't even know this exists. I wish I didn't know this now. I'm sorry if anyone is going to hear this. Playing with those ideas of childhood and. Yeah, just playing with it. You know, you're being a good girl or you're being a bad boy. Ugh. Or, um, well, people do that anyway. People say that stuff anyway, and it, that even that is weird that people just say all that. Like, even the whole like, "Oh my God, Daddy" or whatever. That's that's actually weird to me. Like, it's just like, "Oh yeah." I mean, look, I'm I'm not saying. Like I don't know. Like I'm not one of these people. Like oh Ben. Like they should be killed, or <laughs> I don't know, they should go to jail. Just like. You know, hopefully it hopefully what she's saying is true and it's not related to that stuff, but you know I'm just staying away from that kind of stuff. You know, this is just something yeah, I'm not gonna Should you have it near a park? No. You should not have have it near a family park. I mean how is this not related to that? Because like, you know, people that were abused as kids well, then, like, maybe become abusers. So, I don't know. You know, it's just one of those things where they have, you ha- you have to do mental gymnastics, like I said. It's a caretaker relationship. So, I actually think within... It's, a, it's very safely, cool. But kink in general, there's a lot of opportunity for uh, yeah. healing to take place. Yeah. So, if there's... It's good. You really get to be a child during your childhood. It's good. Now you get it's to good. It's good. And these types of hmm, scenes. Did Michael Jackson do this? Don't always have to be. Is that what she's getting at here, Michael Jackson? Play and expressing those parts of ourselves, and yeah. other times they are um, definitely sexual. And so there's a wide variety. And no, that can't be. I hope this kind of helps explain <laughs> what what's going on in age play. Um, but age yeah, play, guys. Creative, and they can play like, oh, I'm gonna play the babysitter. I'm gonna play the school teacher. Um, or I'm just going to express this nurturing, caretaking part of myself. So there's a lot of room for creativity here, a lot of directions you can go in, and I hope... Oh, no, please don't go in more directions with it. (laughs) All right, so anyway, that is... I'm just going to leave it there. You guys probably heard too much already. But anyway, this is a real website, like I said, so... You guys can check it out. It's uh, diaperspa.com. I guess there wasn't another one. There, they had a. That's a pretty. I mean, this is pretty expensive services too. Texting, just texting the doctor. Doctor is a hundred dollars an hour. Why would you be texting for an hour? This is like ridiculous. Like, you can't do therapy over text, you know. And even over just Zoom and stuff, it's like kind of stupid. But I get why you have to do it that way. I just think, like, texting? I mean, give me a break. $100 an hour. How hard is that? You don't even... (laughs) If you're, like... Like, talk about an easy job, kind of. Like, I guess you have to be, like, responding to them. But, like, you know, you don't even want to call? You know? Like, why wouldn't you, like, at least call them? It's either texting or video Zoom. Oh, there's live telephone calls, $150. But to just text them while they could be out running errands, you know? They could be out, like, just whatever in a movie theater or, like, something. People get mad at them. What are you doing? Oh, sorry, I'm tech- I'm having a, I'm, I'm making $100 an hour doing this right now. Look at this, guys. Diaper B&B. Well, that's a full 24 hours, basically a hotel stay. $1,500. Welcome to Diaper B&B, a premiere 
spa experience for the little one inside of you. Reach for a relaxing and rejuvenating escape providing top-notch care and pampering services. Hide <laughs> your kids, your kids, hide your wife, hide your wife, hide your wife. Cause we're going, we're going to the diaper, diaper, What is, what is it stand for? Uh... That's fucking sick. I can't wait to book my session. <laughs> Imagine if you're like, uh, you know, a sex worker, sex worker, sex as they worker, say now, instead of prostitute. Imagine you probably wouldn't even do this. Like you would be like, yeah, I'm not gonna even do the diaper play. <laughs> I'm not gonna be a little, you know. There's a there's a fair amount of videos that came up. If you guys want to go ahead and search this out on YouTube and have it be in your algorithm. Age play diapers. Ugh. Fuck this shit. First day visiting daddy and ugh. Fuck this. First of all, you're fucked up and were abused as a kid, and then you're getting a guy that's into this. So you know what kind of a monster he's going to be. He's probably going to be like, hey, can you literally be a kid now? You're a little too old for me. First, ew, he looks fucking... <laughs> Here he is, guys. Ugh. Ugh. It was... Ugh. It was so amazing to finally be back with Daddy after so long. We video call every day and... So uh, fall asleep every night. Ugh. I don't even want to play. Ew, he looks like a fucking predator. He looks like, um... A fucking ex-drill sergeant or something. It's funny because the comment says here, uh, he's very shy. Like, yeah, of course he is. He doesn't... He pre Well, he's he's willing to be on camera with this, though. That's the thing. Like, I, like, if you're into this, why would you want to be on... Ugh. All right, I'm done with this. Look, on one hand, maybe there's some just autistic people that... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of online beefs going on. <laughs> Should I pick up beef? Should I have, like, an online beef with another uh, channel? Maybe I'll get my view count up or something. Ugh. Ew. All about dark age play? Man, that this is quite the rabbit hole that I am now going to get out of. All right, YouTube, forget I looked that up. Uh, anyway, um, what else do I want to talk about? Uh, well, what, you know, I was... Uh, <laughs> smells weird in here. Yeah, it was, um, let's see, I guess I was, one thing I was thinking about recently, um, you know, there's people that love animals, I'm people that really like animals, um, I like animals, you know, but like, I don't, now I'm kind of thinking, maybe I don't love animals, like, sexually, no. <laughs> I don't, because, uh, like, I don't know, you know, one girl I dated once that was more into animals than me, meaning cats, I guess. But the cats basically had the run of the place, you know? And I think that's when you become, like, oh, I love animals. Like, I'm all about animals. But, like, I'm more like, oh, I like, you know, having a pet sometimes. But my cat annoys me a lot, too. Like. I mean, he's, he annoys me, like, every day. Um, and, like, so it made me go, well, okay, I'm not going to get another pet, I mean, anytime soon. So there, there are a lot to deal with. I mean, I'm, it's not like having a kid or anything like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm not even one of the people that's like, oh, I love my pet. I have a picture of him on my desk or something like that. But, you know, there's people that, like, that's their life. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Um, 
people that rescue dogs or cats, like, that's just not for me. Like, that's when you are all about animals. <laughs> when you take in animals and that's, that's too much for me. That's, that's the line for me. Like, it's like, I don't know. I always have heard people are like, oh, you're an animal person or you're not an animal person. But it's just like anything else to me. Like, everything now is just one way or the complete opposite, like I was kind of saying. Like, there's no middle ground. There's no nuance. It's like, oh, you love animals? Okay, you probably have, like, seven cats then. You would love if I if I bring my seven cats in. <laughs> like, to me, like, if I see... If, if I knew a girl had... If, she, if a girl rescues animals or, like, takes in whatever animal... That's a no for me. That's not, like, I can't deal with that. I've even met, not that many, but just a couple girls that, like, you know, have, like, a cat that's, like, kind of stupid, like, <laughs> kind of, like, a mess, you know, like, oh, I rescued this out, and then it's like, oh, no, sorry about that side of the couch is, is where he pisses or whatever. That literally did happen. A girl said that, and I'm like, you know what? This is just like, that's like a, le there's a levels to it, you know? Like, there's not, you don't just, um, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, so yeah, like, um, it's, you're, you can be a casual animal person. That's what I am. I'm kind of a casual whatever, though. Like, I play video games, like, on the weekend, sometimes for a little while. But it's usually just at night, like. Uh, so like you know, but I'm I'm and I, it's like I'm not a hardcore, all the time playing games person either. I think you can be more casual about stuff. People always act like nowadays it has to be one. Is oh you're that okay? So you're that all the time then. I don't even do that with like you know comedy. I don't even go to open mics all the time. Um. People kind of are all one way or the other now. I just don't get, like, everything. You just have to sign on to everything now. You can't just be like, well, I like this person or I like this, but that doesn't mean I'm all about that. Like, oh, no, you're with that community now, you know. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that makes sense, but... um. All right, so I, I kind of wanted to talk about, I just saw this story earlier. Apparently, maybe Sarah Silverman has a new special coming out or something. She's, I don't know, she's fucking annoying. Sometimes, like, you know, there was periods I liked her a lot. Okay, so this says returns to HBO and new comedy special. Let's see here. I'm just, you know what, all the feminism shit, it's like, just stop with it. Like, you don't even know what you're talking. Like, what do they believe, what do they even believe in now, you know? Like, oh, because I, I don't have kids. Like, what, I I bet you that's some material now is like, um, yeah, I'm supposed to have kids and I didn't have kids, so like, Look forward to everyone judging me for that. Uh, she's on tour now. Okay, I guess I'm gonna have to try to find what I saw earlier. Sarah Silverman. She's suing OpenAI and Meta for copyright infringement. Well, that's fine for to me. <laughs> Um, this is all not what I want. I mean, this is why I'm guessing that they dumbed down chat GPT. They made it less able to copy styles. Like last time I used it on the podcast, it was a very generic and not at all like what it used to be. So I think these lawsuits are making them change it, honestly. Um... Our Silverman special. Oh, brother. 
Sarah Silverman built it. Uh, oh, she skewers anti-Semitism. Okay, so she may come out against the left in that. Um, because she's Jewish, that's the only reason. Okay, I'm not seeing what I thought. I thought she did something about pronouns. What is going on? <laughs> Maybe I'll try to watch her special. I don't know. I'll probably hate it, but I'm sure it's not all bad. But, you know, these comedians that are like, hey, you can, you have to grow as a person. And, like, comedy, you know, I, I, I do regret my old jokes. It's like, I mean, yeah, you do change as a person. I get what she's saying, but I don't think like apologizing for old jokes is the way to go. Like you you go, "Oh, it's a different time, maybe." Like I accept that. Like I'm fine with somebody going, "Oh, it was a different time." Um and I, you know, whatever. But the whole like bending over backwards, like even if they say like I'm so I'm I never meant to harm anyone, like that's too much. Of course you didn't mean to harm people with a with a bit, you know? Like people Anyway, sorry for that derailment of I thought she did some bit about pronouns that was new. Let me just look on my Twitter here to see. Sarah Silverman. Okay, I'm not seeing anything. I don't know what's going on. Maybe that was a chat GBT thing I saw. Um Oh, people on here try to like cancel her for her old stuff. And that's maybe she what she's saying. Um. Oh, I'm so sorry for. No, you have to say. Like she was purposely doing an edgy, offensive character back then, before Amy Schumer did. Amy Schumer said the same explanation. So they were mad at her for for defending Israel. That's all I'm seeing right now. And she's right about if she did say something about um. I mean, look, she. She was offensive on purpose back then in the early 2000s. That's that's her whole thing. Why wouldn't she just say, like, look, I, that was my thing back then, like I mean, Amy Schumer did, which... <laughs> I don't know. Like, it was just, like, what a better time. Like, I wasn't always into that being offensive on purpose thing that so many people did back then. Like, it, it got stale, but just so much better. Like, she was funnier. I mean, just she was funnier because you knew, like, you know, pe most most sane people knew that she was kidding. But um, you, can, you have to get what she was going for. And people did for the most part. And maybe some people thought she was serious. I mean, what are you going to do? You can't make people think a certain way. You can't you can't convince people that don't get it, like how to, you know, what the, people are going to be upset. Like. And that reminds me of um, some lyrics I was just thinking of the other day. Just to educate you guys. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, guys ever hear of this Nirvana band? I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. But it's fucking... I'm a Nirvana head. I'm a grunge head. I know all the grunge bands. All the grunge facts, guys. Okay? Yeah, I'm a grunge head. I know all the grunge bands. I'm edgy. So yeah, I was just thinking of some of these lyrics the other day. I remember hearing a story back in the 90s about... So this thing is saying, oh, he, he was poking fun of people that began to show up at Nirvana shows like after they caught on. But... From what I remember, he said it was about his friend, like, also. It was literally about his friend that sh shot a gun and stuff. Like, it was kind of more of a redneck. Which I like, because I like that he had more of a hillbilly, like, friend. Um, And he didn't go, well, you're a fucking piece of shit because you shoot guns and stuff. I mean, he, pr he probably did think that because he wrote this song, but... You know... I don't know if these lyrics are correct. Uh, I thought it said something else. I'm going to go to a different site. Song meetings. He's the one who likes all their pretty songs. 
Well, I was thinking of the part that says uh, he likes to sing along and shoot his gun, but he knows not what it means. I thought I thought he said don't know what it means. Uh, but he knows. Not. Okay, I guess he does say that. <laughs> I don't know. I thought he always oh, said uh, he don't know what it means, but I guess that's broken English kind of. So he says, but he knows not what it means. Like, so he's talking about fans and people like that that don't think about the meaning behind stuff. And that oh, that has like that does bother me. Like, I mean, I don't. It doesn't bother me that people don't think about the lyrics of songs or whatever. I just get bothered when people they, for example, they hear a com- comedy bit. And they go, oh, they're a racist because it's a race joke, you know. Or Sarah Silverman's old jokes. She um, she hates uh, this group of people because she made a, a racist joke or like a racial joke back then. So she that's literally her, you know. There's no nuance. There's no interpretation. She said the thing or the, it is a racial bit. So she's racist. Now, I mean, a lot of surprisingly, a lot of people are that like literal with art and movies and songs so many people and i just can't like i don't it's so frustrating to me (laughs) it's like you know the people that think the the bible's literal i guess oh no the all that was literal oh you know um he appeared as a burning bush was literal you know I don't know why he chose that form. He could have chose any other form, but <laughs> uh, people that don't. Maybe I'll look up people that. Oh, I did look up. I mean, someone I, yeah, like somebody that sees, for example, death metal band that has gross gore, like dead zombies on their album cover. And they go, are they into, like, killing people? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, for example, in the 90s when people thought watching Beavis and Butthead would make you do the things they do in the show. Because there was a story, and, you know, I just talked about this on an open mic, but there was a story about, you know, a little girl who set something on fire. I'm going to look that up now. Child's death prompts. It was a fire controversy. Child's death, 1993, guys. From Los Angeles Times. Let's get some old-timey. Well, I can't find old-timey. <laughs> Knows not what it means. I can't believe I thought he said don't know what it means this whole time, guys. See, I'm an idiot, too. But I just, it was misheard lyrics. All right, guys, this just in from 1993. We're going back in time. Where'd I put it? In the wake of a fatal blaze set by a five year old fan, so yeah, five years old, of Beavis and Butthead MTV said Wednesday would delete all references to fire in the work. Uh, but the cable channel emphasized it did not believe the seven-month-old series was responsible for the tragedy. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to have to talk about that too, aren't I? Um, nevertheless, we have decided to bend over backwards as responsible programmers. Um, last week, the girl's five-year-old brother set his bed on fire with a cigarette lighter. After, the children's irresponsible, dumb mother told firefighters that the boy had been inspired by Beavis and Butthead, who proclaimed that fire is cool and talk about burning things. When you take a child in the formative years um, and you get these cartoons saying it's fun to play with fire, this is going to stick in the kid's mind. You're an idiot, lady. In 
Okay, so the channel back then actually did a good job here, even though they said they deleted references. Where'd it go? Um, uh, an exaggerated parody of teenage misfits antics they know are unacceptable and not to be emulated in real life. But they are making modifications, they said in 1993. Um, hurting animals and huffing paint thinner. I mean, this is, there's some, that's the whole, again, this is another people misinterpreting the whole point of the show. Because, yeah, they're dumb, supposed to be dumb teenagers. I, you know, my parents didn't like the show either back then, but I think I was older than five years old. Um, yeah, it would have been 10 in 1993. So, yeah, it sounds like they pushed back. Or people question why they're showing it at 7 p.m. Uh, <laughs> even Mike Joe's the show's creator, said he envisioned it as 11 p.m. program. Yeah. I, I would have, you know, that makes sense. Nowadays, you just find it on Netflix, and, like, it might be easier to control, actually, now. But um, that was obviously the parents' fault. I mean, MTV, in general, back then, I don't think you should let a five-year-old watch it, but... Hey, Mom, back then, you know, you should watch your kids more. But that's the least. Nowadays, like, you know... There's so many TikTok trends now. People do worse shit than that. And it, it'll like become <laughs> TikTok challenge to set your bed on fire. Hey guys, you got to stop doing the set your bed on fire TikTok challenge. Um, we've had many uh, deaths and casualties just because. And the thing is, you can't. How do you stop a TikTok challenge? It takes off in one day. There could be like a million kids doing it. Like who knows how that works. It's just, like, impossible to, like, it's crazy. Anyway, I think I'm going to end with this thing. So, another news story. <laughs> Aaron Moriarty refuses to be a prop in Megyn Kelly's appalling plastic surgery tape. So I did hear about this. I haven't seen the show The Boys. But I heard it was funny and good before. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll check it out. And now I hear that this actress um, who's in The Boys got a shitload of awful plastic surgery, obviously. You can tell by the pictures. And now she's she's acting like Megyn Kelly's the problem. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a fucking ridiculous... So she goes, look at this. This is funny. Um, she said in a lengthy Friday statement that the selfie was taken after a period of stress. So that makes your face change, guys. If you're stressed out enough, it'll change your the shape of your face and the, the fat in your face and, the, and your nose and everything. I'm going to emerge from this 10-pound stutter. Um... So she's saying she was stressed out and not eating, basically. No. Like, why don't they ever admit this? We all know it's happening. Like, we all know it's happening. Just say, like, we all at least know. I know that actresses are at least, bare minimum, getting Botox. Like, you can tell because it's not normal to not have wrinkles ever. <laughs> I mean, look at Cher. Do you think Cher never... I mean, well, everybody knew that, but... It was, like, drastically obvious back then because actresses weren't really all getting it back then. Now they all get it. It's like, you know... So, Megyn Kelly was harsh, obviously, because that's her whole thing. She used to be on Fox News. Look, don't lie. We know that you got it. Like... If you want to say she's mean and a bully, go ahead and say that. Like, you're free to say that. But all I would say if I was her is, like, um, I had a period of... Well, that, that's obvious. You probably had a period of mental whatever and got all the surgery. You know? <laughs> okay, so she... Here's another... Wow, this is... 
you know, this is another mental gymnastics thing. Like, how? Oh, what am I gonna say? She made no mention of plastic surgery and clarified, uh, no, it was just makeup and major contouring. She thanks her glam team for working their magic after one of the most challenging weeks of my life. No, it's surgery. We all know it. I'm horrified by the reaction, the reductive assumptions, and the aforementioned video that a primary example of such harassment. It's broken my heart. You've broken my heart, people. This is too much like a baby, this voice. I'm a baby. Shame on you, Megyn Kelly. Shame on you, Fox News. Implying my photo is reflective of women being in a worse place is as false as my conviction in saying that if you resign, you would be living... <laughs> um... Women in a better place. The plastic surgery is not the first time she endured cyberbullying. Um, okay, I'm not. If you're a celebrity, I'm sorry, but you're not being cyberbullied because you're a celebrity. You're gonna get a ton of shit. You're gonna get a ton of gossip. This isn't cyberbullying. Maybe if you go online and check it. You'll feel cyberbullied, but this is just kind of always how it's been. This is Hollywood. This is terrible. It's terrible, but I don't think you can claim they're cyberbullies. This is every fan, like everybody that Taylor Swift gets into a fight with gets cyberbullied then. I mean, well, that's kind of true, but. <laughs> it's astounding how people. Um, Behave when they're consumed with jealousy. Uh, okay, I don't think so, because they're all, like, all the stuff I saw was, oh, what a shame, she ruined her face. Is that jealousy? I mean, look, you can disagree with them being so blunt or whatever, but it's just the truth that, like, if she suddenly does look normal again, they'll go, wow, that's weird. Maybe she had a temporary Botox thing. I mean, I hope that's the case, but... Um... That one Stranger Things girl got shit for this too, but lately she looked a little less bad in photos I saw, so like I don't know if she calmed down with it. I mean, it's hard to... How do you fix that, you know? They should really be able to fix it. That would be great if they could fix that shit now because it's like immoral and fuck... It's so unethical to mess with someone like this, like... You should only do stuff that can be reversed, I think. Even too many tattoos is a big... It's crazy to me, but, you know, everybody does that now, so... Anyway, uh... Hold on, where's the, uh... That was the entertainment news section, guys. That was a hot gossip. Hot gossip. Spilling the tea. Spilling the tea. In his room. In his room. In his room. That was the hot gossip section. Gossip section. Gossip section. Stay tuned next time for more entertainment. Stay tuned next time for more entertainment. News and gossip. Yeah, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, stay tuned next Tuesday. And check out my channel, Guy in His Room. Yeah, check out my channel and my podcast and uh stay tuned for the long. Hot gossip for next week, for next week. Yeah, entertainment gossip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.